0: Good morning, sleepy town. I'm Beau Bartlett, and you're listening to The Art House. Art House Radio on 88.5 WCUG. Coming to you from way down in beautiful Columbus, Georgia. Well, today marks our 100th show. This is the 100th episode of Art House. It is a landmark Matt, play us some bells and whistles or something. (laughs) Yeah, that works for me. Thank you. Matt and I had originally planned to only do 25 shows. We thought, "Well, well, we'll make 25 episodes and we'll just repeat those over and over. But we were having such a good time, we couldn't stop ourselves. And even through my vacation time in Maine, when I would just send back recordings from my cell phone with bad internet service and from Serenby when I was on an artist residency and uh, during the pandemic when Matt and I had to record uh, separately in different locations, me from my studio as I am today and Matt from the studio at WCUG. We are so glad you're with us. So glad you're with us here today. If a tree falls in the forest, does anybody hear? Is anybody here? Art house doesn't exist in a vacuum. Like any creative endeavor, it's not complete until the audience interacts with it. A painting stuck away in a closet is not what it is and a piece of music unheard is not what it is a performance a play a concert a radio show so on this our 100th episode we want to thank you we want to thank you dear listeners for being here with us and for completing the show for being the ears to our voices and our music. It is your show. Yes, it's our show, my show, Matt's show, but it is all of our shows. And so today we're gonna hear from you. We're gonna hear back from you um, from all around the country, not just voices here in the Chattahoochee Valley, but from far-flung places like Portland, Oregon, and Southern California and Mississippi and Pennsylvania and spots all in between. We're going to hear your voices thanking us and us thanking you. I want to just appreciate all of you. And I'm going to respond also by playing a few of your favorite stories. We're going to have a recap here. It was requested that we play some favorite stories. We may do this again on our two-year anniversary coming up very soon, our 104th episode, but we're going to today play from the um, early shows some of your favorite stories by request. So thank you all for being here. We love you all. And let's get started with my friend Tim out of Pennsylvania.
1: Good morning, Bo. I hope I'm not too late for this. This is Tim. Thank you for the opportunity to kind of weigh in. A memory comes back from when I was at Auburn, and I can't remember the call letters for the station, but it was one of those old radio stations that served the farming community around Auburn. And, you know, there was a guy named Skip Bishop who somehow worked out a deal with a radio station to (coughs) play progressive rock in the 70s while they were still a farm radio station. So you would you would uh, go to bed whenever, listening to the radio around midnight, one o'clock in the morning. And there were all the great things that you can imagine from the seventies and really great tasting music Skip had. And then you would wake up in the morning and the farm report was on. And they were saying good, you know, ha- uh, happy birthday to cows and to people and to sheep and, uh, there were mooing sounds in the background, and so you go to sleep with progressive radio and you wake up with mooing cows, and uh, maybe only at Auburn would you find something like that, but um, it was a gift. And I think what you've created with uh, Art House is a gift. Uh, you know, as an expatriate from the Chattahoochee Valley, I, I just think it's something that uh, fills a void, certainly over the internet, you know people everywhere can kind of appreciate it and uh even you know you're welcome to suggestions and add to it and your very first show you played the treasure from phoenix city alabama jimmy spirits so uh nothing more needs to be said than that so thank you so much for your show i'm sure it's a tremendous effort every week and uh it's it's uh, it's just an amazing uh Feat that you uh, have created this. So thanks. Thanks for the opportunity to speak, and I'll keep listening.
0: Coming up, we're going to hear some music by Jimmy Spheris. Jimmy Spheris was an interesting artist. He was born in 1949, grew up in Phoenix City, just across the river. When he was young, his family traveled around the South in a caravan, in a gypsy caravan. They had a horse-drawn wagon, a Vardo. I remember one time I was in school. St. Elmo, I don't remember what grade, maybe fourth or fifth grade my teacher said, Look out the window, everyone. There goes a gypsy caravan. And all the children ran over to the window and looked out the window. There was a whole family of gypsies walking alongside this horse-drawn wagon. This fierce family traveled throughout the South, going to carnivals and fairs. Jimmy became a musician. He moved to New York and became friends with Richie Havens. He eventually wound up in California. His first album was with Columbia, entitled Isle of View in 1971. The single from that album was I Am the Mercury. I listened to it when I was in high school. Spheres never became very popular. He had four albums with Columbia. On the night that he finished recording his fourth album, he was riding his motorcycle back home in Venice Beach from the recording studio when he was struck at an intersection by a drunk driver. I feel that it is a good time for a reassessment of Jimmy Spheres' music. So here is I Am the Mercury, Light of the Morning.
2: Not go anymore to the marshes Where the gatekeeper smile. share
0: to tell you again for the hundredth time. Play Play me me some Art
2: House Radio. Radio. (laughs) Happy 100th episode, Bo and Art House Radio. Thanks for the beautiful dreamscapes, the music, the stories, and Matthew Moon. Thank you for everything you've done. Happy 100.
0: It was one of the first Art House episodes I had heard, and it was the story about when you and your buddies went to the baseball game and your buddy came home with a pony. <laughs> I love that story and I and I totally lived vicariously because that is just like a little girl's dream right here.
3: Coming home with a pony.
0: I love listening and um, congratulations. One time when I was a boy living in Columbus. My brother and I were invited to go down to Golden Park to the baseball game by his friends Byron and Richard Cairns. The Cairns brothers were our best friends in the neighborhood. We ran all around the park district together where Coba Park got into all kinds of mischief. Richard was my brother's age, three years older than me. I must have been, oh, eight at the time. and Byron was a couple years older than me, but he was closer to my age, so we were friends of sorts. But my brother and I didn't go to the baseball game very often. The Columbus Yankees... It was the farm club. But the attraction this night was that they were going to be giving away a Shetland pony. So Byron and Richard invited us to go. Their mom dropped us off at the stadium. It was a big crowd that night. late spring early summer night smell like peanuts roasted peanuts popcorn and sweet coca-cola the game got started i was very excited It was the closest thing to a major league baseball game i'd ever seen it was the minor leagues i don't remember who we were playing maybe the asheville reds or the birmingham a's the game was uneventful i remember the sound of the crack of the bat and the crowd the excitement came near the end of the game, when it was time to finally draw the winner of the Shetland pony. We all had our ticket stubs in our hands, with the numbers on them, and I started calling out the numbers. Tonight we're going to have a lucky winner of a beautiful Shetland pony. And they called out the numbers. Ticket stub number... best friend Richard stood up and waved his little hand with a ticket stub in it saying I've got it, I've got it and we couldn't believe it and he ran down the, the steps toward the, toward the grass of the stadium and we all followed him got down to the rail and he looked down at the umpire and the coaches and they said come on down and we all hopped down onto the baseball field we ran out past first base out past second base out to center field where a dumpy man in a dirty coat held a microphone and the reins to a Shetland pony We stood there. The newspaper photographer ran out and snapped a quick photo with a flash. We looked at the the crowd and the audience and the players, and the man on the field with the reins handed Richard the rope and said, Here. four of us looked at one another Richard started walking off the field with the pony we walked over to the side entrance to the gate and a policeman opened the gate and we walked out of that baseball stadium holding a Shetland pony we walked down Broadway its hoofs clopped on the cobblestone. We walked right down Broadway, right through downtown, right down the street with our prized possession. We took a ride on 13th and walked that Shetland pony all the way across the viaduct. When we got home, we walked to Richard's house and Byron's house, and we walked it up to their front yard, and Byron went and opened the back gate, and we all let it into their backyard, where it lived for years, feasting on bales of hay. was a magical night, the wonder of childhood, the luck of childhood. Listening to the Art House on 88.5 WCUG. Coming to you out of Columbus, Georgia. It's our little radio show. We are celebrating today our 100th episode. And so we are playing some of your favorite stories and we're hearing from you. Thank you all. Thank you. Good morning, Art House Radio. I hope it's a fine day in Columbus. When I first met Bo, I knew he had a lot to share. And soon thereafter, I learned he takes pride and joy in sharing whatever he can, whether it's his wondrous vision or his love of words, film, and music. Whenever I'm within earshot, I'm sure to be captivated. As far as I'm concerned, these nuggets are worth more than gold. So, because of this, when I have the opportunity, Art House is playing in my house. Happy 100th episode, Bo. Never stop sharing. Then again, I know you won't. It's in your nature.
1: Hey, this is Nick Norwood here, just to say happy centennial episode, Art House Radio. You're doing a great job, Bo. Good morning, Bo. This
3: is Fred Fussell, just giving you a call to say how much I really appreciate your radio show and congratulations on having it on the air for two years now. One year obviously a lot better than the other, but now we're in a new year and things should be getting gooder and gooder. I just wanted to say that I really enjoy the music you play but I especially enjoy your stories that you tell, your memories of your childhood and growing up in Columbus. I suspect that some of them may even be true. Anyway, keep up the good work and uh, look forward to hearing all your shows in the coming year. Congratulations.
4: Congratulations, Art House Radio. I'm Noah Buchanan, coming to you from way out here in Santa Cruz, California. And I just want to thank you for 100 episodes of wonderful inspiration and companionship in the studio. Keep going. You guys keep us going. And even though you get to say it to us very often, let us return it to you. Love and light y'all.
0: As a kid, I used to sit in church on Sunday mornings. I'd sit in the pew with my family, and I'd draw pictures on the bulletin with that short little church pencil. We went to Eastern Heights Baptist Church. I'd draw the Bible stories that the preacher was preaching, Visuals of Noah and Jonah. The crucifixion. Paul on Damascus Road. I loved sitting and drawing in church. One Sunday, near the end of the service, while the choir intoned, just as I am, without one plea. I noticed that some of my friends were getting up from their family's pews and heading down to the front of the church. They were hearing the call. I was probably about 10 or 11, and I didn't want to be left out. So I put down my pencil and the bulletin and I hop up to join them down front. If I remember correctly, some people were crying. The Spirit is moving. The preacher seems proud of his new recruits. I too am swept up in the moment. The next week, we find ourselves behind the giant red velvet curtains behind the altar, wearing thin white cotton robes, standing in the baptismal pool, a white tiled bathing pool only revealed to the congregation on baptism Sundays, total submersion. I wait on the tile steps with the other boys. The girls stand single file in a line across the pool. The preacher thigh deep in water. I watch as we rotate Boy, girl, boy, girl, heading down to the middle of the pool to be baptized. Soon it's my turn. I'm the next boy to go. I look across the baptismal pool. And I see Valerie. Valerie beautiful girl in the Sunday school class. She had the total admiration from all the boys in Sunday school. She was a beautiful creature. I'm watching as the preacher grabs the back of her head and pulls her back, dunking her into the water. When she rises up, I can see through her wet robe, her entire female form. I am struck in that moment by the beauty of God's creation. And my awareness of my manhood came to full attention. at that exact moment the preacher is grabbing me and proclaiming saved as he dunks me into the water. The confluence of the two events, the Holy Spirit and the awareness of my manhood are indelibly linked together in my psyche. Our pure physicality and the spirit sex and religion eternally intertwined oh the beauty oh the wonder
5: well sometimes I go out by myself And I look across the water And I think of all the things What you doin' in my head And I paint a
6: picture
5: Since I come home well my body's been a mess And I miss your gender hip And the way you like the daggers Won't you come on over Stop making a fool out of me. Oh, I don't took on one. a house on an offer sale to get a good lawyer i hope you didn't catch a i hope you'll find the right man who'll fix it for you and now you shopping and anywhere takes the color
6: off your
5: hair and are you busy you have to pay that fine And you were dying all the time Are you still dizzy? Uh, uh,
6: uh,
5: uh, Since i come home Well, my body's been a mess And I miss your tender head, And the way you like the days. I want want you come on over Stop making a fool out of me I oh, don't you come on over? Sometimes I go out by myself And I look across the water And I think about all the things What they are doing And in my head I paint a picture and Since i come home Well, my body's been a mess And i miss your tender hair And the way you like today
3: is a very 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 fine house Jay Underwood from Jackson Mississippi here sending congratulations to Bo and art house I find myself reflecting on uh, visual art versus radio as a means to communicate um, not just through music when you talk about radio but through speech and the auditory equivalent of negative space which is quiet we're presented with cues whether they're visual or aural in the case of radio and we fill in the spaces as our minds deem appropriate parallels cheers to art house for number 100 you don't sound an episode older than 98 to many more this is jeff ball in los angeles i'd like to congratulate Bo on his 100th episode of art house radio amazing in these days of living inside of a disaster film of acrimony, division, a hundred-year pandemic, climate change and general unrest. Art House Radio takes us back to a simpler time. Not only that, but with amazing musical soundtracks. Thank you, Bo, and to another 100 episodes.
0: Hello, and congratulations on 100 episodes of the Art House Radio Show. It has been incredible to listen to all the songs from Eric Satie to Mazzy Starr, and honestly every genre in between, and all your stories about your growing up and your observations as an artist and for all that you've done for the community and will continue to do. So I just want to say congratulations and thank you. All the best.
4: Hello, hello, Tony Pettis, Tony Artist here. Congratulations, Art House Radio crew, Uncle B, Bo Bartlett, and Matthew Moon. It's your hundredth episode, and this is a phenomenal accomplishment. I gotta tell you, Art House has become uh, a studio house uh, old name. Um, honestly, it's become a built-in part of my regiment and my uh, creative process with the studio. And you probably didn't even know that, Bo. But I love getting myself together, getting all my utensils and my, my prep uh, to do a piece or to start a commission or anything and trying to tune in at least once a week or whenever the newest or latest or if I'm out of touch, going back and checking on the other older episodes and allowing that to kind of set the tone while I uh, <laughs> sort of steal some of the songs that I don't have on my playlist from your uh, eclectic files and various Uh, genres of music that you guys continue to pour out on your um, platform. So I'm grateful, 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 and I can't wait until we're all here celebrating your 200th episode of Art House Radio. Congratulations, you guys. Love and light, y'all, as you like to say.
0: When I was a kid, the Chattahoochee Valley Fair was a big deal. We waited all year for it to come around in the fall. The family would pile in the car. I remember being in traffic, stuck on 4th Avenue, going down toward the fairgrounds. We'd get into the fair. It was usually an early night. They had nights set aside just for the mill people. And the black families early in the week. The highfalutin and the blue bloods came later in the week on the weekend. This must have been a Tuesday or a Wednesday. We would usually go, and my parents would let us ride the rides. The merry go round carousel, the Ferris wheel. The roller coaster. There were sideshow barkers enticing us to come in to see the reptile lady who crawled on her belly like a reptile tile. And the two headed Siamese twins with one body. And the man without a head and the bearded lady. It all smelled like popcorn and peanuts and vomit. Like cotton candy and beer vinegar fries. I remember the animals the pigs the cows the smell of the sawdust and the art show where sometimes someone in our family might win a ribbon. I remember the clown that would sit up on a high chair, and if you could throw the hard ball at a round target, you could knock him down into the water. We'd all stand around and watch, till someone would hit the target dead on and he'd fall from 15 feet up, yelling, Geronimo! He wore a funny hobo hat, and when it was wet, it was soggy down around his face. They sold those hobo hats. My father bought me one with a corn cob pipe stuck in it. I wore that corn cob hat for years. I went to the Chattahoochee Valley Fair every year of my life growing up. One year in high school in the fall of my senior year, before I could drive, I had a date with a new girl in school. We double dated with Chuck and Susie. Chuck drove. The new girl wore hot pants and knee-high boots. We had a good time, riding the Mad Mouse roller coaster and the Ferris wheel. On our way home, in the back seat of the car, we passed a circus poster stapled to a telephone pole, proclaiming that the Barnum and Bailey Circus was coming to town on May fifth. We agreed right there to have a date on May fifth every day for the rest of our lives. We were hit or miss in high school. We'd break up and get back together. We'd fight and then not talk for months. But we held true to that May 5th pledge. As our last summer was growing to a close and I was making my final plans to leave Columbus and travel to Europe to study art in Florence, she tells me that there's a rock concert, the August Jam, in Charlotte, North Carolina. We decide to go. We drive her little cream-colored Corolla with no money at all but two tickets to the two-day event. We stay camping out in the infield of the Charlotte Motor Speedway in the mud with thousands of hippies watching and listening to the electric light orchestra in Black Oak, Arkansas. When our we home, we're filthy and wet, and when we get tired of driving and it gets dark, we pull off at the exit at Fair Play, South Carolina. We drive down a country road until it ends in the woods near a lake, Lake Hartwell and we take a piece of polyurethane plastic out of the trunk and we create a little lean-to just up the hill from the lake made with two broken sticks and the angled roof of the plastic. We use the spermicidal foam that she'd gotten from the Planned Parenthood Clinic to encircle the forest floor around us to act as bug repellent. I think it'll keep the spiders out of our sleeping area. We have a sweet night in the dark, in the woods together. We sleep on the bed of leaves with mud caked feet and clothes and faces. A nice departing night, each present for one another. The morning comes early and I awaken. I look at her, she's sleeping. I blink my sleepy eyes awake and I see the lake reflecting the morning sun down below through the trees. As she sleeps, I stand and look around at the empty woods. I take off my clothes and I start running barefoot, skinny, young, buck naked through the woods down to the lake. I get to the cliff above the lake and don't even break stride as I jump out as far as I can and yell at the top of my lungs, Geronimo! I am suspended in the air, the fresh late summer morning air. I have no idea whatsoever that in nine months, I'll be a young father.
7: Texture I'm taking in with my mind. So fine. Help me, O Poe. Oscar, I let the road let your midnight and your daytime. Tales of mystery, mystery, and imagination Forever fair, and I'm touching your head I wish we could be dreamers in this dream Oh And there's only one middle way to go, and you say, "Geronimo," and there's. silver ten for ten and I love you for that I hold silver and and I love you for that love you for that love you for that i for ten for ten I that I Hold for ten I'll say.
0: So that brings us to the end of our 100th episode of Art House Radio I want to thank all of our listeners all of our listeners today and all of our listeners who participated and sent in their congratulations and thank yous for the 100th episode show thank you all, thank you I want to thank especially Tim Lyle out of Pennsylvania and Allison out of Portland, Oregon and Jeff Ball and Noah Buchanan out of California and Jay out of Mississippi and Matt out of New York City and from right here in Columbus Nick Norwood Ben and Mel out of North Carolina uh, and Jonathan McGregor and Tony Tony Pettis artist and Betsy and Fred Fussell right here in Sleepy Town thank you all And I apologize if I missed anyone on that list. Sorry, y'all. We love you guys. We love you all. And we'll be right back here next week with brand new stories and brand new music. And you can visit our website. Please do. Arthouseradio.com A-R-T-H-A-U-S Radio.com You can see the full playlist and you can hear archived episodes. We are so grateful to you. I want to thank Matthew Moon. Without Matt, none of us would get to enjoy the art house. So let's all send out a great big thank you to Matthew Moon. Thanks, Matt. Let your little light shine. Make some art. Make this world a better place. Thanks for listening. Love and light, y'all.